everybody, and welcome back to Noodles at Noon, the show that focuses on things that are not worth focusing on. I am your host, who is just really happy that baseball's back, like actually back, and they're playing games and doing stuff. Hi, it's me, Ben. And we are joined, as always, by our wonderful co-host, who appears to have hurt his wrist, and he hasn't told me how or why, and I'm both of them. He has both of his wrists in slings. Not slings, uh, braces. It'd be funny if they were in slings, because then you'd just look like a zombie. Uh, it's Noah. Hello, yes, I uh, was playing bass at church on Sunday and thought, huh, my hand kind of hurts. And then I played bass for another hour, hour and a half. And then came to find that I had carpal tunnel in not one... But both of my hands, so... But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait. Both wrists. <laughs> it's exciting. And we are joined this week by a super special guest. And our super special guest uh, once told me to shove a paper airplane up my butt. It's my <laughs> English teacher from high school, Jessica Erfer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but I bet I said it. <laughs> I, it was... You had made a paper airplane in your class, and you it was after class. I was talking to you, and Tyler was also there. And I was like, "Well, what do you want me to do with this?" And he said, "I don't know. Shove it up your butt." Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think I was quoting Stanley from The Office. <laughs> well, I've never seen The Office, so to me, it's just the lasting legacy of my high school English teacher. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Since we have a special guest, Jess, why don't you, which by the way, it's incredibly weird uh, to call you Jess, but I'm going to try to because I think it would be weird if I went Miss Erfer this entire time. Um, <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I have been a teacher in Northern Colorado for 10 years. So 10 years of telling students to <laughs> shove paper airplanes up their butts. <laughs> Hopefully I taught them other things too. Um, I play the piano and I have a dog and that's me in a nutshell. Nice. (laughs) In in the spirit of, I hope I taught them other things too. I don't think I've ever told you this, but my, my minor is actually in creative writing. So you did help me with writing and stuff. And I do a lot of writing for my job. So good to know. I'm very proud. (laughs) So now Ben knows how to creatively tell people in written form to shove things up their butt. Exactly. Get rid of the thing that he that, doesn't want in his room. <laughs> it, it comes up a lot in my job of creatively telling people to do that um, at the Christian Publishing Company. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Noah, how has your week been? Man, it's been all right. I'll I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, besides the carpal I feel that. tunnel, I yeah, I don't I I know Ben and I haven't had the best of weeks. I don't know about Jess. I haven't talked to you much this week. Should we have started with her? <laughs> she can close us out. You can close us out okay, with cool. positivity, unless like you have an even worse. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To to me this week. <laughs> Noah and I are about to be incredibly depressing when we're talking. So <laughs> yeah, you better think of something good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but other than the carpal tunnel and um, also, also being sick, not being as sick as Ben, I'm imagining, um, as we'll find out shortly. But it's not a competition. <laughs> if it um, were, I would yeah. win. But you would definitely win. But yeah, I've just been kind of off this week, um, just kind of dealing with sickness. But um, I did have kind of an interesting experience 
last week while driving to a friend's house. Um, it was like a pretty nice day. We've been we've been getting more of the nice days where it's sunny. You can kind of have your window down. So I was just you know tooling along in my little red dart uh, down the road right by our house here, and it's a three three lane road. And I looked behind me and I realized there's this motorcyclist behind me with you know the helmet, the dark jacket, and he's got like thick thick tires on this bike, like super wide tires, and he's doing a wheelie like a couple of feet back from my my rear end. Um, Try to think of the other word for that. That's not rear end. My fender, my bumper, the back of your car, <laughs> the back of my car. Uh, he, so he's like tailgating me, popping this wheelie behind me, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's interesting. That's kind of dangerous, but that's cool." And then out of nowhere, this lady in her big old Lexus comes tearing over into his lane, like right where he is, and forces him to quickly get off into the side lane over to my left. And like she came dangerously close to hitting him. Um, I, I was kind of, you know, while I saw in my mirror unfold and kind of wondering what was going to happen. And then he like pops this crazy wheelie, goes speeding by my car at like 70 miles an hour on this 50 mile an hour road. And I was just kind of shaking my head like, man, this guy, this guy's going to really hurt himself. And then all of a sudden he looks back at me. Stops popping the wheelie, brakes on his bike, and gets alongside me. And he's, like, motioning at me to roll down my window. And so I did. I rolled down my window and wasn't quite sure what to make of this. And then he, like, lifts up his little helmet visor and just goes, Oh, hey, Noah, how's it going? And then tears right off. (laughs) 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 So I'm I'm pretty sure I know who this is uh, because I used to have a coworker that was known for doing this, uh, specifically like doing wheelies on busy roads on his motorcycle. But it all happened so fast, like I didn't even have time to respond or say anything. I was just like, wait, who is this? And by the time I collected my thoughts, he was like way down the road in front of me, never to be seen again. Um, But anyway, that (laughs) that was my crazy biker story of the week. Wow, I'm glad they're alive. Yeah, at least at that point, I assume he still is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I like that you're pretty sure you know who it is, but not totally sure. <laughs> not 100%, but I mean, how many people in circles that I hang out in, like, well, pop motorcycle wheelies? <laughs> it could be your Noah from Noodles at Noon vanity plates. That Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very long license plate goes around the entire rear of your car rear end of your car um that because all i was thinking was thinking of like the back road that i take to get to your house so i was picturing it picturing it happening on that road and i was like wow this is really dangerous and then i think it's the main road that you're talking about which makes it not less dangerous but more it helped adjust the image in my head to kind of be like okay this sort of thing that would happen on that road well that's my story uh ben what about you like i know it's not a competition but i think you've been a little sicker than me so i uh, was so sick let me tell you exactly how sick i was how Uh, sick you (laughs) 
Uh, no, I won't, I won't get into spe- specifics. But Monday, I had a great day. It was awesome. Got to see people I knew. Went to my church thing that I'm a part of on Monday nights. It was a grand old time. Went to bed because I knew I had a job interview the next morning. Actually, that's not true. I stayed up ridiculously late that night. I didn't go to bed, and it was unwise. I think I was up to like 2 a.m. Anyway, uh, <laughs> woke up the next morning, ready, or I thought for my job interview, and I like swallowed once, and my throat just kind of felt like I had been coughing for like a week. And I was like, that's weird. I haven't coughed once. And then I coughed, and I was like, oh, I'm coughing now. Uh so I took one of our fancy at-home COVID tests, came back negative. So I was like, I guess I'll go to work because I'm not, I don't have COVID. So I guess I'll go to work. Went to work, took some medicine. There's Noah's uh, positive COVID test. Um, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Misread it. Gosh, darn it. I got I got a call a whole concert. Call a whole concert, people. Um Went to, uh, went to, and then my interviews were going to be evening because I was entering, interviewing for a job at the place I'm currently working, kind of. And went home. It just kept feeling worse and worse. All I know is that I've completed the interview process. Everything that happened during the interviews, I'm not exactly sure of. Uh, it's all a blur. I don't, that's all a blur. I don't remember what I said, what questions they asked. It, I acknowledge that it happened, and now it's I'm here. <laughs> um, and apparently, I don't know, I hope it went well, because they didn't fire me. Uh, so, yeah. Ooh, that would be, that is worst case scenario, that not only do you not get the job, but they fire you from your temp mm. position. Yeah. Because the, interv- the interview goes so poorly. Yeah, they're like, wait, you're not the person we thought you were. And I'm like, no, I promise, I'm just on drugs. Uh <laughs> but the the cold drugs not the not the bad drugs uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh yeah exactly which i will say i'm i'm a relatively large human being i'm quite tall i've got i call them muscles and <laughs> but if i take like one benadryl it renders me unconscious almost immediately or if i take one cold medicine i am completely loopy for the rest of the day it does not take a lot to render me useless when it comes to being sick slash taking medicine of any kind so yeah i'm not exactly sure how the interview went i hope it went well it was about three and a half hours worth of interviews um oh so that's a lot how many people was that uh one two so there was like an hour Two-hour-long interviews back-to-back. <laughs> One second. I promise. I, <laughs> I barely remember this. Uh, hour, Two-hour-long interviews that were back-to-back. And then one, like, 45-minute interview that was with four people. And then two 30-minute interviews back-to-back. Hopefully, that's it. <laughs> were any of them your dad? My, India. So, no. Oh, that's right. <laughs> also, he's he's not in a position of hiring. So shout out to think, Brian. Shout out to Brian from not Journeys of Scientist podcast from India. Uh, yeah, Jess, we have two fans of this show. We have Brian from the Journeys of Scientist podcast and Ben's dad, Brian. Hey, cool. 
I was actually, I wasn't <laughs> sure who the second fan was because I'm like, I know Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's kind of a stretch to call your dad a fan, but yeah. he was on it once. So he he was on it once, and he also told me that he listened uh, to the last episode so he could fall asleep. <laughs> That's how Ben's parents go to sleep. They just put on the podcast. <laughs> if there is nothing more uh, sleep inducing to my parents than me sitting and talking into a microphone. <laughs> and Ben sleeps like right across the hall, so you get to listen to yourself like through the walls. Yeah, because, sleep because my mom does not use headphones when she's sleeping. She just puts it on her phone and turns the volume all the way up. <laughs> and that is how she listens to podcasts to go to sleep. So she the puts way it in you, a metal bowl. You fix that is by in like every five, seven minutes, like you make a really loud noise on your podcast. <laughs> uh, I think the way I fix it is by moving out. Um, <laughs> well, no. The, the Click, wake up. Stay awake. They'll stop using your podcast as like sleep story no but we need we need those listeners <laughs> yeah we need that retention okay, time okay. so then just be really calming and yeah. talk very quietly exactly and like, then hey. yeah. and just blow them <laughs> off to sleep thanks you just parents. need to turn this into like a an eight hour podcast that's seven and a half hours of ads and because our listener base is so small like you know they pay 10 bucks or something but we just get so many ads that it makes it worth it. And then we people like your parents just get, get to We wouldn't get to, 10 bucks. Yeah, that was pretty we generous, would. I know. Uh, <laughs> they pay like $10 per thousand listeners. Yeah. That's a lot of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> For only $10. Hmm. We're in this Discord now? Like 30? Yeah, close to 30. We gotta we start. A, we have a nice little community of people in our discord uh yeah other than that i'm happy baseball's back and i'll keep telling people that baseball's back um it, baseball's back uh so make sure you go watch baseball that's my homework for you now my english teacher how was your week or past was, ever? it was interesting uh we had parent teacher conferences Ooh. um Ooh. it was the last one of the year though so i i have a student teacher right now and i told her after parent-teacher conferences ended, that, like, this week is the best week of the year because right now we are as far away as possible from the next parent-teacher conferences. <laughs> like, we won't have another one for, like, five months. And it's like, enjoy this time because cause then, like, I don't know, August happens, and I'm like, okay, school's going to start. But then I'm like, parent-teacher conferences are going to happen again. And, mm. We're very popular because I teach mostly freshmen right now, and it's a tiny town. Um, my coworkers were getting, like, three people all night. We have, like, 17. Um, and part of it is because she's a student teacher, so they wanted to, like, come see who this crazy person is who's teaching their kids because freshmen turn on anything new. So, yeah. And she's great. <laughs> like, she is a wonderful – I tried to talk to them this week because uh, – well, my principal came in to observe a student because his dad asked him to. Um, and <laughs> so that kid, like the, the second my principal walked in, like, like sat straight up, like was perfect for the whole 40 minutes that he was in there because um, he knew <laughs> that the principal was there to watch him. But after he left, they were like, why was he here? And I was like, I don't know. Like maybe he wanted to see Miss K teach. Um, he it's his job. He has to come into all of our classrooms. Um, 
And they were like, can he write an anti-letter of recommendation? (laughs) And I was like, well, that's not really a thing. Like, you get to choose who writes your letters of recommendation. And also, I was like, you guys need to talk to the current juniors because my student teacher that year, I was like, ask them about tall guy student teacher. They'll know exactly who you're talking about. And I'm like, you you don't understand. She is a good student teacher. (laughs) We've had bad ones. She's good. And I think maybe that calmed them down a little. I don't know. We'll see how they are Monday. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, parent-teacher conferences. Oh, And then a principal watching us and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they any less invested, like, at the end of the year? Like, are parent-teacher conferences better at the beginning of the year or the end of the year? Or are they just all mad? (laughs) No, they weren't mad. There were only a couple that were, like, that kind of caught her off guard with their questions, but that was good. Like she needed to see what that is like. Um, Every parent that we saw this week, I have met before. (laughs) Like it was no new people. Yeah. (laughs) And like my science fiction class, the seven boys in science fiction, I was like, your parents coming tonight. They're like, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. None of you are freshmen. (laughs) And I was like, one of them's a, a senior who's like, Failing everything. <laughs> I was just like, nope. <laughs> I was like, that tracks. Okay. Great. So <laughs> have a good you, night. You teach a science fiction class. What's that mm-hmm. about? Like, is it about writing or reading science fiction or both? Reading and watching. Ah. So uh, I got to create it. So we do what I want. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of, I focus it around kind of like four different areas of science or five. So like we start with just kind of background info, um, like why did science fiction become a thing? Why is it not mythology? Um, why are we not watching Star Wars? Um, <laughs> those sorts of things. And then we go into aliens. Oh, no, we start with like just tech advances. So um, artificial intelligence stuff. So we read a lot of Ray Bradbury um, this quarter, we watched Free Guy to talk about AI. Um, oh. We watched, oh man, what was the other movie we watched? We've definitely watched a couple already. <laughs> um, Any Isaac Asimov? Yes. Well, okay. Um, sometimes we watch iRobot. We read Robot Dreams and Senior English when I do Dystopia. Oh, cool. Uh, I didn't want to like take that away from senior English. But yeah, so any of them that are seniors, which most of them are, I'm like, remember that guy? Well, now we've got iRobot. But they also sometimes watch that movie in um, one of the programming classes. So I'm just surprised you like communicate these things so you don't just teach the same stuff. That's kind of awesome. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. And this class is really, uh, so then within those like units, so like there's AI, right now we're in uh, space, aliens, and time travel. Um, Then we'll move to apocalyptic and dystopian stories, and then we'll end on the superhero. Um, So within all of that, like we've got a philosophical focus for the week that I have them look for like in the things that we're reading or watching. So like this week it was the trolley problem, and we watched a really old a Star Trek episode where Kirk, like, of course, like, falls in love with the woman in the past, but he has to let her die 
or else like it means the end of all humanity. <laughs> and so he's yeah. kind of his choice. I know. And well, he's that, like, I, I love her. Yeah. That's, how does he that's, fix it? He lets her die. He murders her. Whoa. Uh, well, no, she runs into traffic and he has to let her. Uh, oh. Well, that, oh. isn't that Spock's big thing? The whole, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. It's true. Yeah. That's, that's Spock's Spock whole thing. <laughs> My yeah, students are that. They're like, look at that guy. He's just standing there, like in the back, like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I, I agree with this. <laughs> yeah. I, I I've also seen. Do, oh, sorry. There's a there's a video I've seen online where a dad presents his like pretty young toddler with the trolley problem and lays it out with his train tracks and he puts like five little people on one track and one person on the other and he's like, All right, son, what do you do? And the kid puts the one on the track with the other five and then runs over all of them. <laughs> That's my favorite solution. It's creative. It's creative. Wait, have you seen the good place? Yes. I have, I've seen one episode of The Good Place, oh, man. and it was the last episode of season one, and... Ooh. So you know. Yes, they're all... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Spoilers. there's an episode where they replay the trolley problem, because they're trying to teach Michael to be good. <laughs> and that is, isn't that one of his solutions? He's like, well, obviously, this is what you do to kill the most humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think he does do that. Yeah. Uh, like, no, that is not the point. <laughs> For anyone listening to this podcast who doesn't know what the Charlie problem is, Miss Erfer will now explain it. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's your job. <laughs> philosophical. Well, I haven't watched a TED Talk. <laughs> I can explain Fine, it. Fine, we'll play a TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play that TED Talk on uh, the Charlie problem or watch the episode of The Good Place. It does a great job of explaining it. But basically, you are standing next to um, a lever with a trolley careening towards five people. If you flip the lever, it will only hit one person, but another like standby person, standard by bystander. Um, so you kill one person to save five people, or do you just let the five people die? And I guess around 90% of people say that they will flip the lever to kill the one person. But if you switch it up and you say there's a trolley coming for five people and you're standing on a bridge and there's a guy standing next to you who's like pretty large guy, if you were to push him over, you could stop the trolley to save the five people. And actually fewer people are willing to do that because like you're an active participant in like causing the death. Whereas like the lever switching... You feel more removed from it if you're just switching a lever instead of actively pushing a guy. Yeah. Exactly. And if you think you know the answer to this problem, leave a speak pipe at noodlespodcast.com. Noodlespodcast.com. You can go to the contact us, or no, there's a big orange button at the top that says leave a speak pipe. Click that button and it will let you do that. Um, by the way, thank you so much for listening. You can catch us anywhere, podcast like our website, noodlespodcast.com. Noodlespodcast.com. We have to or, repeat it every time. We do. Uh, or Apple Podcasts, okay. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, and coming to you live this week from uh, baseball Jess's stadium. classroom. She's yeah, Jess's classroom for her students. Uh, yeah, this is welcome to sci-fi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna those. listen to my two favorite NPR hosts 
who I joined this week to talk about the trolley problem. This is <laughs> NPR. Would it be NPR awkward to sit around and listen to a podcast in a classroom instead of like a TV that you can watch? Like, what, what do you look at while you're listening? Noah's so. never been in a classroom. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I was allowed I, to play with like Lego bricks when we listened to stuff during school. So, yeah, I took them outside yesterday because it was so nice to read them the story that we had. So, some of them looked at the sky, some of them looked at the Outdoors time. It's like prison. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Noah's never been yeah. outside either. <laughs> <laughs> Not hardly this week. No, nah, me neither. I left the house to go to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie premiere. That was it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was about yeah. the only time I left the house. <laughs> he was so excited about it. He was one of seven people there. I was so excited. I had to come home and call Ben and tell him about it because I was so excited. And shout out to Jesse because she went with me and watched the whole movie, even though she hadn't seen the first and doesn't even care about Sonic. But I'm convinced now she cares just a little bit more. She might care because you care. And that's beautiful. But, but not because she cares about Sonic. <laughs> she laughed. She, she will, like, say, oh, you know, it was fine. It was a movie. It was whatever. But she laughed a lot in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think she had a better time than she's willing to admit. <laughs> I'm sure she did. All the, <laughs> in the first one to understand what's happening in the second one? Um, not really. I explained the first movie to her over dinner. Um, but having played all the games, you definitely pick up on a lot of things. Mm. So I don't think she quite understood when like this one logo appeared on screen and I'm like freaking out or when this one character is briefly alluded to on a billboard in the background and I'm like losing my mind, but you know, it's all right. It's all good. Great movie. Highly recommend. Go see it. (laughs) You'll probably see me in the theater if you go. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Noah is at every single showing. He's yeah. omnipotent. He That's why I can see the theater from my window right now is because I got to go to all the Sonic showings. Exactly. Yeah. Support uh, that little indie film. It's kind of like when the new Spider-Man movie came out, which if you haven't seen it yet, spoilers, um, even though it came out six months ago. Um, I wanted to take my parents to it because I'm like, guys, this movie is amazing. And they're like, okay. I'm like, but you have to watch like 17 movies for it to make sense. <laughs> That's true. Like, We're not I hadn't seen <laughs> any of the, I hadn't seen any of the other Spider-Man movies from the previous, uh, the previous eras of Spider-Man. So I missed out on some of what was happening. <laughs> yeah, because you have to watch but all did those. Did you at least have like the recognition of like, oh, I think I've seen that guy in like movie posters. For the other yeah. side, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and they did a good job of explaining, like, even things that I I didn't know, like that that one Spider-Man had lost someone to falling off a ledge or whatever. Boy, I, like, was able to imply, like, okay, this probably happened in another movie, and oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> Wish I'd seen that movie. Wish I knew what was going on, but... That seems cool. I'm sure somebody had a really good time. That's that's how I feel about any Marvel movie I watch. Is man, I'm sure somebody really enjoyed that movie. It was not me. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're fine, I guess. It's like Jesse watching Sonic. It's the same thing. Like yeah. I'm, I'm happy that other people 
can get all the enjoyment out of this Marvel movie, just like Jesse can enjoy me freaking out over Idris Elba voicing a red echidna. Whatever that means. And any anytime <laughs> I take Noah to a Marvel movie, I have to explain all the other ones to, to him over dinner. So <laughs> he buys me dinner, so yeah, and a movie ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, speaking of speak pipe questions, uh, do we have a speak pipe from this week, Mr. Noah, sir? We do, sir, and I'm oh. going to send it to you right now. Oh, terrific, and I will play it for the masses. As soon as I get back to here and click this button. So Jess there Bryan is this guy that Ben and Michael used did to you know. Teach, who- did you teach Brian Stanley? No, I never taught him. He ah. he was, uh, I think he took AP Lang from Moore his last year. Ah. And that's well, he's, our, he's our biggest fan. <laughs> he's actually coming to stay at our house for like yeah. five days at the end of the month. <laughs> um, well, this is, uh, as always, exactly a one minute and 30 seconds because that's the time limit on speak pipes. So here is a message from Brian Stanley. Hi, Noodles at Noon sticker winner Brian Stanley here, and I want to answer your most recent speak pipe prompt, which was, should we monetize our biggest fan, Brian? I think the obvious answer is, why yes, of course. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I do so much for the Noodles at Noon marketing, and I think this really fits your brand. I mean, if it wasn't for me, I felt like I played a big role in building that partnership with Chili's. Meanwhile, we have been going to Disneyland, standing in line, making friends with a new man named Jason. And at no point does he mention he has a podcast. I really think you need someone else to become the minister of marketing for the Noodles at Noon team, because obviously... Both of you seem to be very busy with many obligations with this brand. And I, I just think a new set of eyes could really take place. And so I am all about making a whole line of t-shirts that are all related to me. Um, it would really boost my ego, which is kind of fragile at the moment. So yeah, what, what else are you going to do? I think it's good enough. Um, yeah, I... Absolutely, go for it. Do it. Miss Irvin, did you hear all of that? I heard the first part, or the last part of it. Okay. He wants the t-shirts made for himself? He wants, okay, so a bit of background about Brian is that we have a, a store. You can find it at noodlespodcast.com. <laughs> um, oh, she... Uh, Noah? What happened? I said noodlespodcast.com. Oh, noodlespodcast.com. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you go to our store, uh, there are shirts and stuff that you can buy there. And there is literally one Noodles at Noon shirt in existence, and it's owned by Brian. And I said, if you go into a Chili's and you wear your Noodles at Noon shirt and you post it on Instagram and you use the uh, hashtag, hashtag Chili's love, you will win a free sticker. And only one person completed this mission, uh, which was Brian, because there's only one shirt. 
And as I was sending him the sticker, I was sending it to Brian, and it gave me several custom-made T-shirt options for just different shirts that had to do with the name Brian. Like there was one that said, keep calm and let Brian handle it, or stuff like that. And I posed the question of whether or not we should lean into that and have a bunch of Brian-themed merchandise on our website. Uh, And it sounds like he's all for it. Uh, He did throw a bit of shade at me for not being a better marketer of our brand, but I can own that. (laughs) Yeah, look at our Instagram. That's fair. I did work in marketing for like three years and have three years of social media experience, and I don't want to do anything with our marketing (laughs) or social media. So uh, you can take over as Minister of Marketing for Noodles at Noon. I will let you do that. Minister of Marketing Affairs. Minister of Marketing. Um, but he's the yeah. only person we market to, so that <laughs> might be a problem. It's all Brian specific. He's a very targeted audience, so it should be easy to reach him. Oh, I mean, he's listening right now. Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you? Uh, hope you're well. Hope Noah's house isn't too creepy. Um, yeah, Brian's gonna come. So I have never met Brian in person. Um, uh, Brian is going to be out near us uh, for some doctor work because he's about to be a doctor. And um, he's going to come crash in the very room that I'm in right now. I told him, you you can come stay with us, but you have to sleep in the podcast room because that's also our spare bedroom <laughs> and also my <laughs> office. So it's, a, it's an active place. But Brian's going to come spend a few days here at the Metzger pad, which I'm super excited about. Maybe we'll record a podcast. Yes, I think that would be really fun. I think we should do that. While he's sleeping. While he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Put him to sleep. I think uh, we need to devote the next 45 minutes of our show thinking of Brian's specific t-shirt ideas. Now that we have the okay from Brian himself. Shoot, so I got nothing. Keep calm and Brian on, obviously. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And... Um, and if you have any other ideas uh, and they're letter specific, it is spelled B R Y A N, mm. not B R A I N. Uh, so it's that form of Brian. Uh, so this will be a very targeted audience, but I just watched the blank episode of Doctor Who with the science fiction kids. So don't Brian. <laughs> don't, don't Brian. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know Which, if it makes sense. If you, if you put a comment, <laughs> if, if you put a comma in the middle of that, it's just a good don't, advice for Brian, Brian in most scenarios, probably. Like, okay. Brian. <laughs> or, and then we could have another shirt that says, do it, comma, Brian. <laughs> what if so that's have, on the backside and he can like flip the shirt yeah. around depending on what kind of mood. Yeah. Except he won't be able to see the message on a shirt because he's the one wearing it. So it's we should for get other for his people girlfriend. to wear as a message to him. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay, that's good. I like the don't and the do Brian's. Uh, and no, the, Brian. or just the don't Brian. No comma. What well, else? <laughs> how do you guys feel about playing a little game? I am so down to play a game. It's been a little while since we've gotten to have two guests, right? We didn't have a guest two weeks ago. No, we didn't. Okay. No, we didn't. It was just me and um, you. I'm very so, excited to get to lose to someone again. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. It all depends on how either creative Jess is or how many reality TV shows you watch. Are you a reality show watcher, Jess? Sometimes. It depends on the reality show. Man, I watch Duck Dynasty and that's it. (laughs) I sometimes watch The Bachelor. Mostly because, like, it makes me feel better. (laughs) No matter how bad my day has been hasn't been that bad <laughs> you just know you're not to that point <laughs> yep i used to tell kids like if they needed advice for their life i was like i just think what would a contestant on the bachelor do and then you do the opposite and it has never <laughs> failed me see my my brother and his wife were big fans of the bachelor they loved watching the bachelor but now they're into a new show which i think is called below deck and it's about like the help staff on a billionaire's yacht and apparently it's a reality show. Um, so that's fun. That sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. Is it Jeff Bezos' new super yacht that they had to destroy that bridge for? Probably. <laughs> Wasn't that in Denmark? In Denmark, yeah. Because yeah. they Destroyed built the ship and then went, bridge. oh, wait, we have no way to get this out into the ocean. What luxury. Uh, well, I have three reality shows here that we're going to talk about. Um, And so the way this typically works, Jess, is I'm going to read a description of this reality show, but I'm going to leave out a key word or phrase. And then it's up to you and Ben to figure out what that word is. So each of you get a guess, and then I'll give the point to whoever is closer to the correct answer. Um, So to start out, we'll talk about this show, which in 2015, Lifetime created, um, that immediately angered both home viewers and medical experts alike. So you know you're off to a good start. This reality show documented couples who wanted to give birth, not at a hospital, but blank. And since, well, since Jess is the guest, we'll let Ben go first because then you can kind of, you can kind of catch the feeling, the vibe from there. Okay, so for a second, I thought I knew what this was, and then I didn't. So there we go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so good start. Good start. I, I, there was a TV show that Michael liked, I don't know if it's still being aired, but called Botched, and it was about botched plastic surgery Ooh. things. Uh, so for a second, I thought it was going to be that, but it, it's about people who want to have births not in a hospital but in somewhere else and i'm gonna say that somewhere else is ford fiestas (laughs) specifically because there was like this whole thing where someone gave birth to their child in a kia and because of that kia and they named their daughter kia because of that kia gave them a brand new car. So I think this is all about people trying to specifically have birth in a type of car so that they can then name their child, oh, it's the Lamborghini Aventador, my child. And then Lamborghini gives them a brand new car. Whatever car they give birth in, that's the car they get to take home. They get to, like, choose. Yes, 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 yes. That'd be awesome if that happened in my car because I'd totally have a son named Dodge. Or dart. Do or you dart. Have to keep that car? No, because you're given not. a new one. Okay, good. 
you could like rent a car. Like you could specifically rent a Ferrari just for the day when you know you're going to give birth and then give birth in the Ferrari. Take the car back, but name your son or daughter Ferrari. I think I see what Jess is saying here. And yeah, I think you'd probably do some damage to your car giving birth in it. I have That's two friends who give- have given birth in cars. And what types of cars? <laughs> <laughs> Did they get a new car? Did they name their caravan? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you can't, and the you other can't name one. Daughter Caravan. Subaru. You can't name her Caravan. And the other one, I think, was a Subaru Forester. 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 Forest that name. Oh, that, and she did have a boy, so she could have gone that, you know, forest. Forest. That would have been dope. I'm right, submitting my speak, answer. Here's the speak pipe question. What is the worst car to have a baby in that you have to name baby after? Was that confusing enough for everybody? What is the worst, worst baby car name to have is a car name? Okay, thank uh, you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Ford Probe. <laughs> You'd have to name your baby Probe. Probe. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Ben says uh, couples who wanted to give birth not at a hospital, but in a vehicle or in a Ford Fiesta. It yes. specifically say Ford Fiesta. But. Ford Fiesta. All right, we'll go with that. Well, like, what would make medical professionals angry? The car, probably. Um, but, like, also, there's got to be maybe a danger factor. Originally, I was thinking, like, a hot tub because that sounds relaxing Ooh. and there, there i feel like 2015 was like the era where like well i'm sure this happened before but like i feel like i saw a lot of people were like we're gonna do a natural at home bathtub birth and i was like that sounds <laughs> gross um <laughs> i mean miracle of life but whatever um miracle of life but it's still kind of gross <laughs> yeah like it's gross why not be in a hospital for it uh, but like something maybe more dangerous, like wouldn't it be awesome to have your kid like on an airplane or like give birth on international waters? <laughs> like, oh. and that's more dangerous because I feel like they do water births a lot. I don't know why they'd be angry about that. So I'm going to go birth? with salt water birth. <laughs> salt water birth. <laughs> I don't think the type of water matters. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I do I think protest. I think it does matter because, <laughs> 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 like, I, if you had your baby in the LA River, I think that would be a bit problematic because that's nasty. Hey, maybe it is in public places or like in nature. Oh, I didn't mean to give you ideas. <laughs> the LA River is not nature. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like maybe they're like, we need to go give birth like our ancestors did in the woods. I changed my answer. In the woods. In the woods. (laughs) In the woods. (laughs) From hot tub to airplane to the woods. (laughs) I think she's onto something with airplane though. That's. Yeah, like your baby, it could be like, that could be the new Mile High Club. Like the baby is in the air. Right, the baby baby is born born up there. Yeah. And then you have to skydive out. After well, you and then the like, if you're if you're born not over a country, where do you belong? Like, where do you get to be born? Oh, like, the country you landed, or the country where you took off from? 
there's probably laws for that, right? I'm sure there are, but that could be part of the drama. Can we be president anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I was born in an airplane over Missouri. Can I? What if if someone... Over the Pacific. If they just came from Hawaii, they're going to Los Angeles. Yeah. What if someone got to, like, be, like, the party's nomination for the presidential candidate, and you get to one of the debates... And the other person's just like, I have proof that they were born on an international flight, which makes me think they're actually from Canada or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's all yep. it takes. Well, uh, in 2015, Lifetime created a reality show that immediately angered both home viewers and medical experts alike, documenting couples who wanted to give birth, not at a hospital, but in the wild. The show no was in the wild. Yes, takes the point. And I'll just wow. say that rarely happens that someone gets it like right on. And you I'm pretty shocked. Much did. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it says so. The description that I pulled from some like BuzzFeed ish website says um, arguably the most irresponsible reality show ever made. Born in the Wild documents couples who want to have a more natural, in quotes, birthing experience by delivering a baby in the great outdoors, unassisted by modern medicine. The show was slammed by medical experts as a pre-modern birth process is associated with vastly higher infant mortality rates, and the actual show plays out a bit like a miracle of birth version of the Blair Witch Project. (laughs) And when a show's suspense is generated from viewers wondering if a mother and her newborn are going to die, you've got to wonder how this ever got a green light. So... Is it filmed? Like, there's no film crew if it's like Blair Witch Project. It's all them filming themselves. Oh, that's a good question. I did not look up this show. Also, I think, like, the giving birth part is the worst part of any show or movie ever. I, I saw a YouTuber that I, like, once said something about, like, I think all movies should just have, like, a black screen with white text that just says, and then she gave birth. And that's the whole birthing scene. Like, we don't need to see any more than that. Just skip skip right over that. Again, miracle, mir- of miracle of life. Miracle Still of life. Still kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll move on to round two. Uh, dating shows are not uncommon, but this one, initially airing on VH1 in 2014, attempted to go where other shows never even dreamed of going. The show consisted of a man and a woman each going on three separate dates, hoping to find a true love connection. The only problem, they're not allowed to blank. Keep it appropriate. Jess goes first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jess, keep it appropriate. Gosh. Okay. Let's say they're not allowed to talk. It's called The Little Mermaid Project. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to, like, say any words to each other. Ursula has stolen your voice, and you got to find your true love by sunset on the third day. (laughs) No speaking. Only nonverbal. Yeah, totally nonverbal. And that's that's interesting, because then, like, you're not basing your relationship on politics, religion... Uh, likes or dislikes. Just totally what they look just, like. <laughs> just looks, I guess. Yeah. And if this they're totally a, like a disgusting eater when they eat, you know, 
uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> if you can find somebody who will love you after you've eaten a whole thing of like wings, they're the one. They're the one. No one looks good eating wings. That's good. I advice. always eat wings with a fork. See, even bone in. I'm not a real man. No. <laughs> okay. I I don't eat bone in wings. <laughs> I, I, eat, I eat chicken nuggies. Um. Uh. See, I was thinking talk, but that seems too easy because that's just what Tinder is, and yeah. So someone who can, so they go on three dates. And they go on dates with different people. So it's a man and a woman. They're not going on dates with each other, but with other people. They go on a date with three different people each. Oh. So, wait, what? So the man and woman aren't seeing each other. They're seeing other people. So the man and woman who are dating other people don't date each other. Right. They date three other people. To see if they find a love connection with any of those three people. And then they they meet and talk about it? No, the man and woman never meet, I don't think. They're totally it's totally separate. It's just like just so you have an A story and a B story, right? You gotta flip back between the man's dates and the woman's dates. You saying the man is the A story? Wow, that's very No, I'm I didn't say one way or the other. Um Uh, well, that changes things in the fact that this now makes zero sense to me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say they can't. Well, now talk is the only one that makes sense. They can't. The only problem, they're not allowed to blank. They're not allowed to. Stop holding hands. Like they have to hold hands the <laughs> entire time. Ooh. The whole date, just hand holding. That breaks down a barrier for sure. Does break down a barrier. Well, this show is all about breaking barriers because in this show, they're not allowed to wear clothes. You said keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I did say that. Uh, oh, well. Um, this, this show is called Dating Naked. Um, it says VH1 is known for dating shows with interesting premises, but Dating Naked is perhaps the most awkward and controversial one the network's ever attempted. The blind yet totally exposing dating show allows contestants to remove barriers in more ways than one. Um, each episode puts a guy and a girl on a remote tropical island, and they go on nude dates with three different people, ultimately deciding if they made a connection with anyone. While the participants are eventually allowed to put their clothes back on, it's tough to withstand nearly an hour of strangers stripping down upon meeting. And I just feel sorry for the editor that had to do all the sensor work on that, like all the pixelation. That takes time. It's just motion Mm. tracking dots. Yeah. Around the same time that, like, uh, Naked and Afraid came out. It had to have been, right? When did that show come out? VH1 was probably like, we can do that. I have we not talked about Naked and Afraid on this podcast before and how ridiculous of a show I think that is because it doesn't even make sense because literally humanity went like three days without clothes and then we've it's not even like a well we have to get back to our roots no we ate an apple and then realized we needed fig leaves 
Like, what? <laughs> I, so I haven't seen the show. Are they allowed to, like, go construct fig leaf skirts for themselves? Or do they I have think to so. stay I haven't watched it either, so I don't know. I No, I haven't watched it either. I just think it's ridiculous. Uh, I, I was think they school. Make, that wasn't allowed. I think they make house. clothes. But, like, why, then why is that not the first thing that they do each time? Maybe they like it. Maybe it's freeing. I think the people that want to be on the show Naked and Afraid probably... That's not their first instinct is to go put clothes on. I think it was the same couple. It's just, I don't think it was a dating show. I think it was the, yeah, it doesn't look like it's a dating show. But Naked and Afraid came out in 2013. This show came out in 2014. So, yeah, I think that's when nudity, everyone was doing the hot tub births. Nudity was all over TV. It was a dark time. When When did Tinder get released? Probably around that same time. <laughs> all connected. Downfall of humanity all happening. All connected. 2012, that was supposed to be the end of the world, and in some ways, they were right. We oh, got yeah. Tinder. <laughs> so we go into the final question one-to-one. Uh, I got to, the pity point. Just to, to make it interesting first. in the last round. <laughs> it's true. We do have a habit of that. Um, the ultra-rich and reality shows typically go hand-in-hand. In this show, a slew of women were given the chance to date Evan Marriott, a multimillionaire looking to find love. At the end of each episode, much like The Bachelor, he would eliminate a woman until only one remained. A woman who made it all the way to the end of the show got the opportunity to marry him, but was surprised to also discover blank. Ben is up first. He wasn't a millionaire. <sighs> Elaborate. Uh, you didn't have a million dollars. Okay. <laughs> he had less than he had less than a million years. <laughs> yeah, that's my elaboration. No, they were told like, "Hey, this guy's a millionaire." So they go on all these dates, thinking, "Ooh, I'm gonna marry a millionaire," and then they make a real connection. They're like, "Psych, I'm a public school teacher." Um. No, yeah. that's not data public school teachers. Just none of you, none of them have millions of dollars. It's just that they're all really overpaid. So, yeah, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Jess just left. She left the room. Okay. She left the room. Uh, <laughs> she went and got in her million dollar car and drove away. I know. BMW. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Ben says he wasn't actually a millionaire. Jess. Okay. I mean, that is what I also think it is, but since I can't answer that, um, you could. You're allowed, you're to, you're allowed to copy. Now we'll come up with a new thing because I do think that is it. It's called like Joe Schmo or something like that. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But um, how about this? They find out. Wait, how did you phrase it? That he isn't. Uh, the woman who made it all the way to the end of the show got the opportunity to marry him, but was surprised to also discover blank. That he has to spend the next 10 years in jail. <laughs> oh. For some oh, sort of that's... financial fraud, which is why he has the money, but like... <laughs> that's fraud. <laughs> they're, they're not going to be able to spend the first 10 years of their married life together. And the so show's called you all this money. Yeah. <laughs> how'd you make all this money? Uh, I'll tell you in the finale. <laughs> that's kind of part of the show. <laughs> that's that's a good one. So uh, he committed tax fraud, 
but still got to keep like a million dollars out of it, which is exciting. I mean, honestly, that might be the best way to do it. Like you get all the money, but you don't actually have to be married to the guy because he's going to be in jail for 10 years. So it seems almost better than having to like marry and live with him. Yeah. Well, you guys fell in love. Yeah, it's true. It's all about love. Because everyone that finds loves love in these reality shows, it's real. It's real love. You can just oh, one hundred percent. That's well, uh, that's why I'm going on The Bachelor. You guys both, um, I think, know the show. The show is Joe Millionaire. Yeah, that's um, what it is. And Ben is correct. They find out at the end that he's actually not a millionaire. He's just a construction worker. Ew. Oh. Ew. <laughs> That's worse than a public school teacher. <laughs> uh, but if they choose to get married, if she chooses to stay with him and marry him anyway, uh, they get a million dollars anyway. So, oh. kind of, I don't know. So he is kind of a millionaire. Maybe not Only after taxes, but. Well, I think because this show is still on and I think they're doing another season, but this time there's two people. And one of them's a millionaire and one of them isn't. Joe Millionaire for richer or for poorer. You're right. Yeah. But is it that they don't know which is which? Exactly. Yeah. So you got to fall in love with the right one or else you're just in love. Which sucks. <laughs> which would be terrible to be in love to a just poor person. Worst. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. That'd be heartbreaking. There was a show like 10 years ago called Outback Jack. And it was like The Bachelor, but meet Survivor. And these like 20 women got dropped into the Australian Outback. And like he'd make them do crazy things, whoever Outback Jack was. And I think they got married. Like the person he chose after this crazy like selection process, which was basically Survivor. Um, like, I think they might still be married. They are. They've been married 15 years and have three children. How, okay. <laughs> I almost chose this, this show for a question, so I'm glad I didn't. How is this the basis for a healthy relationship? Because <laughs> you wake up every day like, hey, remember that time I made you, like, survive in the wilderness with 20 other women for you to be worthy of my love? That's great. And it worked. I don't. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't been married for fifteen years, so I can't. I don't know. I guess I can't knock it. I mean, you chose Jesse out of twenty women who are surviving up in the mountains of Fairbanks, Alaska. That's no. true. That's how I picked her. <laughs> no, she was the only girl my age at the factory I worked at. That's how we got married. <laughs> and also, I with- loved her and fell in love with her, and she's amazing. Oh, okay. No. Hi, Jesse. <laughs> Um, have you guys ever seen the show Next? No. No. That was a dating show on MTV where they just put like 20 dudes in a bus um, to date one girl. And I think sometimes it's flipped the other way around. But um, they get a dollar for every minute they last in the date with the girl. And whenever she doesn't want to be on the date anymore, she just says Next. And then the next guy comes out of the bus. So So it's not like they stay that she has the okay yeah she has the option to pass it's like speed, 
Like at the end, do they get to pick to keep the money or keep dating her? Yes. Okay, yeah. I feel like I have seen this. Yeah. And the most money you can make is like 90 bucks. So it's oh. not like, because the most you can spend is say. an hour and a half together. So at the end, it's like, will you keep your $82 or will you go on a date with her? And sometimes they chose the money. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, I was thinking about it and I was like, obviously I would choose the date because if it's love, it's not worth the money. But I'm like, if it's just, I mean... Like 90 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you should watch the show. That's not love. Whatever's going on on that show is not love. <laughs> See, but there's a there's a diminishing return because if you like, if it's 12 minutes, then you're like, oh, I'd rather go on another date than keep the 12 bucks. But it, there's probably not a connection there. But if you make it the whole 90 minutes, there might be a connection there, but it's more money. <laughs> this is tough. It's true. This, this is why it's amazing. This is why guys I don't on that pay. show only walk away with a dollar or not even a dollar. Like they don't even make it a minute. It's real bad. There anyway. was a show that like called parental control. I think parents hated their child's boyfriend or girlfriend. So they'd pick like two other girls for this person to go on a date with. And they could like watch the date as it was happening. And then the guy or girl would come back and be like, I still choose my boyfriend or girlfriend, sorry, mom and dad, or they choose one of these other girls. Um, so I was watching it in college and all of a sudden I was like, this girl looks so familiar. And then they show her name at the bottom and I was like, oh, we went to high school together. That's, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. And this is where you are right now. <laughs> Somewhere in Los than- Angeles. <laughs> And that illusion shatters and you realize like, oh, that that's a real person on the show right now. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's someone I know. Well, because there's, on Netflix, there's, I think I've talked about this before, but there's like a show called Cheer that a bunch of people love. And it's about cheerleaders and whatnot. And I went to yeah. elementary school with one of the girls on it. And I didn't know she had a Netflix show. And I like, because I'm friends with her on Facebook and I follow her on Instagram. And then one day she posted a picture on Instagram of her with Kendall Jenner and Ellen DeGeneres. And I was like, (laughs) hold up. Like, I'm missing some context here. And then I was like, I clicked on her profile and like, oh, she has like a million followers. What's going on? And then uh, I just like, oh, I was just missing out on apparently the only because I here I was thinking I was going to be the famous one from my elementary school. And it just all went away in an instant. And our podcast just hasn't taken off. I bet we nope. could get on Ellen now. Like, I bet Ellen's kind of scraping for some guests now. Yeah. I'd go on Ellen. After that whole kerfuffle. Yeah. We'll see, it. We'll see if we can rate on that. Ellen. We'll see if either we can book Ellen or Ellen can book us. <laughs> My schedule's pretty tight. Yeah. Maybe she can Discord in. I don't, I don't have Maybe. Ellen's Discord. What if we did one time just were like, and our special guest this week, Ellen DeGeneres, but we still only had like 20 followers. Like, <laughs> like, wait, what? I'm sorry, who? And it just consists like completely out of, like this exists, but no one listens to it. <laughs> but Ellen was on. That should be our goal. I mean, I don't know that we're going to top this surfer. Oh, goodness, no. Probably not. I do have... <laughs> Like, I do, ha- I know a famous person, and, like, I have their phone number, and 
like they have their own TV show and stuff. And there have been times where like I should see if he wants to be on the podcast. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I haven't texted. I completely understand. Don't want to <laughs> leverage my one famous relationship. So, yeah. So are we making you feel bad now? Now I feel bad. No. I've been working up the courage to text you to be on our podcast for months now. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't to be like, oh, Miss Urfer's not. I don't, no. I did not take it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm fine not being famous. <laughs> Me too, honestly. It's not all it's cracked up to be, probably. Because I don't know. You get free stuff. That might be cool. That's true. But then you're just like one bad night away from slapping Chris Rock and yep. And then everyone turns against from you. The Oscars. Yeah. Ten years. How about that? You get banned from the Oscars for ten years. Like I don't. If I was Will Smith, I probably wouldn't go back ever. That's totally <laughs> why I'm not at the Oscars. It's because I've been banned. Yeah. Ten years exactly. is nothing. I can I can get a twenty year ban easy. <laughs> watch me. I'll get a twenty. Watch, watch me get a longer ban from the Oscars. <laughs> it's now a competition. It's a competition now. That's a competition show I'd watch. See who can get the <laughs> longest ban. From- from like a Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> yeah. You know how bad of something you have to ban from a Walmart? That's true. They're pretty tolerant there. I feel like they, well, maybe they're not, they're not banned, but there's that guy who does like the thing where he like, he throws things over. He has like a YouTube channel and he throws, he throws things or gets things to fall on people like in Walmart. <laughs> I feel like you should be banned from Walmart. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a different Walmart every time. Yeah. There's eight Probably. billion Walmarts. <laughs> but still, you well, gotta like recognize them eventually, right? Maybe. There were there were definitely games like when I was in high school, there were games that either my friends would play or my brother's friends would play. We never participated because we were good kids. But it was like to see how fast you could get kicked out of a Walmart. Just wow, Ben. I, doing stuff. Wow. I never did it. <laughs> I've never been kicked out of a Walmart. That's I don't think I've ever been kicked out of a an establishment. I mean, but this no. sounds like a good challenge for the week. That's our Noodles at Noon weekly challenge. Get banned from a public facility. <laughs> no. Do <laughs> not do that. Jesser for approved. Yeah. No. <laughs> Gosh, I don't I do think I've like, ever been kicked out anywhere. I feel like I have some students playing that game right now, like with my classroom. Uh-oh. Uh, that's just TikTok. Uh, no, they're not on TikTok. They're just they're just being high schoolers. 15-year-olds. Yeah. Has TikTok TikTok not come to your town yet? <laughs> Do they not no. have it? <laughs> we don't have that out there. No. We, don't have that. <laughs> we unfortunately do have TikTok, but We're pretty strict know. about phones, which is nice. So, as far as I know, I have not been featured on a TikTok from my classroom. Let's find out. From, I know. Let's find phones. out. Okay, it's so it is like prison. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like prison. <laughs> well, Ben, should we wrap this up? I think we should wrap this up. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, congratulations to both uh, Miss Urfer and I, or Jess and I, for winning the game because we both got it right 
because uh, we had the same answer for the last one. So congratulations to us. Congratulations to Noah on preparing a terrific game. And congratulations to all of you, because we're all winners here at Noodles at Noon. Uh, Jess, do you have anything you would like to add? Oh. I don't well, think yeah. so. I guess we usually have, sorry, uh, we usually have our guests plug whatever their podcast or social media platform is. What's, what's like the platform you want to plug? Well, I, have, I have nothing to plug. <laughs> it doesn't have to be yours. You can just plug, be nice. Like, to. Oh, here we go. Okay. This is my plug. Be nice to your teachers. That's all I want people to do. That's all I, want. I, I concur. Be nice Just for one teacher. more month, please. Yeah. No, the and rest maybe of your like life. a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Be nice to your teachers. I don't know if we have any, because like our two listeners who are still in school are in medical or PhD field. So I think they're pretty nice to their teachers. But still. So. <laughs> Be nice to your teachers. Noah, do you have anything you like that? Be nice to the medical professionals, because. That too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Be nice to people. Uh, Well, thank you all so much for being here, and we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.